G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome back to our weekly show. We've had a couple of weeks off, obviously, over the kind of the New Year Christmas period of time. It's been quite a busy few weeks, hasn't it, Michael? It has. We're starting to get into the live show part of the national final seasons. Lots of announcements, lots Mm. to get through this week. Indeed. And of course, in the last couple of weeks, I mean, it's been going for months now, there has been the bushfires in Australia, which has been a a, a massive devastation here. Uh, We've received so many messages from people asking how we are. Thankfully, us, we're in the middle of the city, but our family and friends are all fine. There's obviously a lot of people we know who have indirect or families been affected. So thank you for your support and thank you to everyone who's obviously donated from in Australia and around the world. Absolutely. Been very nice. Been very touching the mm. messages. But mm. thank you very much. All right. Well, let's crack right into the Eurovision news because, as you say, we have a lot to get through. And we've got an, an artist announcement, don't we? We had a couple of them. Yep, we certainly do. And none other than our hosts, Netherlands, have announced that Django McRoy will be uh, performing for them. A little bit on him. 26 years old, a native of Suriname, but now lives in in the Netherlands, has been for around about five years. Mm. Fairing success there. He's won a couple of Edison Awards in the Netherlands, which are kind of their uh, ARIA Awards, pretty much. ARIA's maybe more, yeah. Sort of described as a sort of modern soul is his kind of music. So Mm. maybe we should have a listen to something that he's done. Let's have a listen to uh, High On You from 2017. I'd rather be Well, he certainly sounds like he's quite a talented musician and he does have a really nice voice. Kind of chilled, I think that modern soul sounding uh, music for sure. I think uh, a lot of his music does sound quite similar to this. Hmm. I would probably expect something like this, but uh, maybe just a bit more modern and contemporary and poppy. Hmm. But yeah, look, I think it's a, a solid um, rep, you know, artist and I like that Netherlands have chosen someone who doesn't have a really high profile because what, that song only charted like number 69 or something? Yeah, 69 in the Netherlands, number one in his uh, uh, home, Suriname. Ah, yes. Former home. Mm. No, look, I think expect something R&B coming up from Django. Mm. I imagine. We had another artist announcement, Dale, for out of Georgia. We had the Georgian Idol winner. We did indeed. We had Torniki Kipiani. So, yeah, he won Georgian Idol, and that's how you get your ticket to Eurovision. Uh, we might start off and have a little listen to Torniki. Uh, he did a cover of Alice in Chains' Love Hates Love. Uh, let's have a listen. Right, Michael, love, hate, love. Which side are you on with Dorniki? Oh, look, I mean, I'm just not going to slag the guy off straight away. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we've got another gravelly rocker coming out of Georgia. Look, I'll give it, they're committed. I'll give it that. <laughs> uh, didn't quite work out for them last year. Who knows? It's all about the song, of course, at Eurovision, and maybe Tonike comes up uh, with a really, really good song. So, uh, yeah, another rocker. Yeah, look, I don't think that's a great song to indicate maybe, you know, how good he is. Look, he did win the X Factor in Georgia quite a few years ago. Tamta was his mentor, who obviously performed last year with Replay, representing Cyprus. So he he does have diverse... It's quite rocky, though, let's be honest. That was quite a heavy... 
depressing. <laughs> you were the one that chose it. Well, no, it's what he's saying. It's yeah, what he okay. won with. Like, Fair and enough. just representing what, what he does. So it could be that. It could be something different. But, I mean, maybe it's not my cup of tea to start with, but I like a bit of rock. So maybe if they have something a bit more rockier rather than, like, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that. Um, look, I mean, we underestimated them probably a little bit last year. Uh, they came mm. out with a really good presentation, yep. almost pulled it out of the fire and made the final. So I wouldn't put anything past the Georgians. Oh, they always come up with something very different um, and unusual, which I like um, that Georgia does there. So, yes, we will wait and see until we get the song. Absolutely. Right. Let's move on to the national finals. Yes, Melody Grand Prix, 60th anniversary mm. edition, kicked off this morning with the live semifinal. Indeed, and look, they had a lot of announcements this week to go with it. There's been quite a format change this year, mm-hmm. so just get comfortable for a minute. <laughs> um, to start off with, we have five artists who have pre-qualified for the grand final. Almost think of them as the big five in Eurovision. Think of the same way, it's a pretty simple concept. In those five artists, um, they're all have done a lot, you know, of, of Melody Gone Pre MGP before. But Diedrich, um, who is performing with his brother Emil, he represented Norway back in 2010, so a decade ago, in Oslo um, with My Heart Is Yours. So we do have a former Eurovision performer straight through to the final, which is which is really interesting. Um, but they also obviously announced the four artists who were performing in the semi final this morning. Now, the semi-finals are five of them, and they go around all the geography of Norway and have these head-to-head battles for one winner to go through from each one of those regions. Yes. Okay, you still with me? Yes, I think so. <laughs> yes, so we had the southern region this morning, and we had a winner. It was Ray Lee with Wild. So I got up and watched that this morning, Michael. I, I quite like the performance, but what did you think? You've watched it since then? Yeah, enjoyed the presentation. Some good staging, very energetic performance. <laughs> thought the dancers and everything kind of worked really well with it. Uh, you know, to be honest, I thought all the staging from the four semifinalists this morning were pretty good. Uh, but yeah, look, can't begrudge her winning, to be honest. I think going into out of the four songs that were competing, I thought this might struggle like live, not because of her singing, but just to really get a concept across. And I think she had the best overall uh, package. She sung it really well. She had good choreography. Mm. They had a concept, which was this kind of like display of African scenery and some lions and stuff and the monkey type dancing. Look, it sounds weird, but it works. So if you haven't watched it, go and have a look at it. I really, really enjoyed the performance. Uh, she ended up beating Lisa Brood with um, her song, made the final of the, the kind of gold jewel that they had, mm. uh, which was uh, Talking About Us. She did a great little performance as well. Very Melfesty kind of performance, wasn't it, from Lisa? Indeed. Um, also, we saw one of the finalists, our pre-qualified finalist, Sondre, performed mm. his song, Take My Time. What do you think of that one? Oh yeah, I thought he did a, a really a really good job. I like I like the performance. Uh, let's see if that's what he brings to the actual grand final. Because mm. each week the five pre qualified will perform, but who knows if that's going to be their grand final? Um, 
um, presentation. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Good electro R&B song. Mm. I thought it was pretty good. So I can see why he went straight through to the final. I'd say overall, I thought all four performances were really good. I thought the staging was great. I thought it was a cracking little semi-final. They made it sort of work with just four artists. And uh, if this is just the taster to what has to come from Norway... I think this is going to be a great national final series for them. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. They've got off to a good start. They'll announce their next semi-finalists on Monday. Yes. We'll see which region we're moving to. We'll see another one of the pre-qualifiers. We're off to Eastern Norway ah, next okay. week. Eastern Norway. All the right. only other thing I'd add is that they've gone very Melfest with the approach. So, like, when they do the duels, they have the zoom in on the person and someone loses, someone wins. Very <laughs> Melfest. This is definitely going that um, direction, just with a Norwegian spin. Absolutely. But off to a good start in Norway. All right, let's move on to the other one that was on this morning, Dale. Lithuania. Eurovisio Satranka got off and running. Kyriakos was keeping an eye on that one for the Aussie Vision team. I have to say, he seemed like he enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Well, we basically <laughs> palm this one off because we don't normally get right into Lithuania if you normally listen to us. But it sounds like it was a really like interesting, as much as like Norway was very polished and clean mm-hmm. um you know every time i glanced over to lithuania it was it was interesting there was hairstyles it was the kind of 2000s eurovision so if you yeah, love that yeah. kind of crazy stuff watch lithuania well i'm going to talk about a couple of let's talk about the big one that got through monica maria she's probably the favorite to qualify out of the whole thing she got through with her song if i leave I'm going to throw to you on this one, Dale, because I know you are quite the stan of this song. I love country music, <laughs> and I love this. I just think it's such a lovely, lovely song. Um, and it's I, I was a little bit worried about how it might come across live, but uh, I could i could see this being on the Eurovision stage after watching that performance this morning, because obviously they can improve it. Let's not go with the people in banjos and cowboy hats. Like, we get it's country. You don't need to do it literally. It was, it was literally. <laughs> it was really literal. But I love the song. I think it's, uh, to me, it was a standout. Like, it was almost double the quality of every other song that we saw anyway that took part. Obviously, we didn't watch it live, but I'm a big fan. This is my favorite song so far of the national final uh, season. I, I love it. I think I'll definitely, if this makes Eurovision, it'll be one of my favorites. All right. Well, she ran away with it. She took the ju- jury and the telly vote this morning, got the maximum 24 points to me. And I commented to you uh, when we were watching back, uh, she looked like an v- interval act. She mm. looked like the star that had come in, and the rest of them to were these the amateurs. ones. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the ones were battling it out. Mm. She really is a standout. Got to say, I don't mind the song. I'm probably not as keen on it as you. Mm, I just don't know if it has the impact of a competition song, but it's certainly a pleasant song and great, good to listen to in the studio version as well. Mm. Yep, we'll talk about some of the others, just touch on some of the others that got yeah, through. Yeah, please touch on the crazy for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the others that got through, we had Baltos Vanos. They were the young ladies, the duo. Fairy type ones. Yeah, yeah they were really were nice, good. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, me and I, he was... He was the one in the yellow... Oh, the, the blue pants? The blue pants oh, and yeah, the yellow wow. jacket. Okay. And the one that really caught my eye was Gabrielus Vagelis. Mm. He did this very uh, 80s-style song. He came out in a kimono. In, <laughs> and in tennis shoes. And tennis shoes. Yeah. Kind of says, look, I could do Eurovision, but I'm also available for the Davis Cup. 
<laughs> pretty much. And also he wore like this kimono thing, which... It looked inappropriate. Which went into shorts, I yeah, think. Like it was very high up the oh, legs. Oh, no. And he was started off in the front row. Yeah. And this poor guy that was sat next to him just looked like he just... Very uncomfortable. The earth just wanted... He wanted the earth to swallow him up. <laughs> well, anyway, I think from the front row, they got to see everything from Gabrielis. <laughs> put it that way. Now, There's... look, obviously there's a lot there. Now, make sure you go to AussieVision.net. The, we have articles up covering what happened this morning and there are links to videos there because you know what if you haven't seen it you need to go and have a look seeing is believing when it comes to Lithuania but I'm going to say I think they're off to a good start oh I, look I enjoyed what I saw I must say like yeah I think it's I think Kyriakos is in for quite the ride only only about eight more rounds to go in Lithuania <laughs> and nah, then it might be the semi-finals I think they've trimmed it down we go to semi-finals now because yeah. six of them got through this morning true true and they'll run again next week in Lithuania Let's go to the neighbours, Latvia. Mm. We had the Supernova Atlassi. The selection came out. We have the studios and a sort of live video performance we got of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was their like live kind of audition video, mm. Yeah, which is interesting. They did this last year to cut them down to the semifinals. This year they're doing it to cut them down straight to the grand final. So no semis this year. Mm, wow. Because we got 24 of them, wasn't there? 26. 26. We got through 26 of those songs, Michael. Oh, but after a while, they just went into one another. All right, so this is one we've got the team to look at and the team to vote mm. so we can blame others. Yes. Um, let's talk about the top three from the Aussie Vision team. Should we kick it off? Yeah, so let's start with third place with the Aussie Vision team. It was Edgar Krellis with Tridomite. Back again, Edgar's third oh. attempt. Uh, look, it's an interesting one, this one. I don't know if it's got the impact, perhaps, that his other two entries did. Mm. Uh, he definitely looks like he's trying to go a little more vocally challenging because it has been probably juries that have has sort of been the tripping point for him. I think the song builds okay, but it's for me, it's the chorus. I really, really like the chorus and the musicality around that chorus. So it's it's a it's a good one for me. It's got good elements. I think it'll it really needs to lift for the um for the if it makes the grand final. And I think he probably should, mm -hmm. but I don't think he's a definite. I think he's a maybe to make it through at this stage. Um, but I think it's pretty still solid. Uh, we really like Edgar's, and yeah. I really wanted to like this probably more than I did. I think it was about seventh for me. Um, normally, his stuff is like first or second. I really like his style of that really upbeat stuff. But you know what? It hasn't worked for him. He's come sixth and sixth. Yeah. So I don't blame him for trying to go down another route. Something different, exactly. I mean, for me, you've got to stick with the song a bit. Maybe the first minute is a little bit laboured, yeah. but we kind of get there in the end. But, I mean, you just hope people don't switch off in the first minute. That's I think it. staging could bring this to life. And do you know what tritomite is? No, I have no idea. I, I think it's a mineral of some variety. Oh, okay. I forgot to look it up. But, like, what oh. a bizarre name for a song. Okay. I was never good at science, no. so there we go. <laughs> anyway. All right. Right. Well, the team gave second place. Pretty familiar name. Yes, we have Marcus Reva with Impossible. I'm 
much publicised seventh attempt from Marcus. He's had a couple of runners-up spots. This is the Amanata penned song that he's gone with this year. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this one, Dale? Uh, I I do like this song. It's unusual. And I think (laughs) you normally do get that with an Amanata song. And I think he's gone the right track working with her because he has struggled with the juries before, not with the popular vote. So do something a little bit different. He vocally does a good job of it. I think it definitely will need work. I think this will make the final. I think it'll just need to... Let's give a good stage production with this to kind of bring that bonkers out in a good way. At the moment, I am kind of was like, do I love this? Do I hate this? I had, I had to go back and watch it the second time after I watched all 26. And then relative to the 26, it's good. Yeah. But that's only relative to the other songs, I think. Absolutely. It was one of the first ones that was on the list, wasn't it? So we got it pretty quickly. Uh, look, it, for me, it's not the sheer pop that he usually comes mm. in with, and which is very pleasing and, and mm. almost instantly mm. sort of digestible. This one's a little bit different. You're right, it's got that Aminata sort of twist to it. Um, it's almost him being a little bit serious, which it's yeah, kind of like... unusual. I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't, what are you doing, mate? But it is impactful. Definitely is impactful. It's something different for him. I can't imagine this is going to miss the final at all. Nah, he'll make Should it. be up there in the running. Um, yeah, might be... Uh, it might be his time to shine out of Latvia, possibly. He certainly teamed up with the right person in Aminata. Indeed, indeed. All right, should we go on to our winner? Yes, let's do it. We have Samantha Tina with Still Breathing. Too far behind Marcus' sixth attempt for Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and another Aminata Pen song. I know. Wow, awesome. Well, look, I'll start off on this one. Talk about high impact. This song has got it. And what struck me, even though it's just an audition sort of video, she is amazing. What mm. a star. And you just want to watch her. So if she can bring this to the stage and give it all the bells and whistles, this could be really something. I mean, she's got that fringed, you know, pantsuit that she was wearing was working that like oh the whole package was just so much i think better than anything else put out there for the audition so this is just the audition stage absolutely but she was like a dog marking his territory she came out there no she was <laughs> an analogy she, don't she no Gosh. but she is she brought out she brought out the three backing dancers dressed in the yellow doing their thing yeah she was dressed amazingly she had a tamara tedesca haircut going on <laughs> she looked younger fresher oh. much like striking compared to last year where she still was but she she just looks different and she looks like she's coming for that crown and she wants it the song itself i do really enjoy it i love the build i love the impact when it goes to the breakdown thing yeah oh it's it it goes from like a nine out of ten and that breakdown is just (laughs) not my cup of tea but i do like to watch her kind of rock out to it she works it yeah Yeah, she works it and that's visually pleasing while audio not so much (laughs) so i'm i'm the jury's out for me on the song still but i do enjoy the overallness of it it just builds so well Mm. it just it's a shame it doesn't build to a like a cracking chorus or something you know i mean again she's going to be in the running this one isn't going to miss the final this is in pretty much put your house on that one so i think she's uh very much in the running and you're right she's here to take the crown i think this year for latvia 
And the way that it's being chosen for the top eight is via sort of YouTube views, jury opinions, likes on YouTube, and she's got the most views, the most likes by far. She's okay. comfortably in the final. Good stuff, good stuff. There's one you want to touch on? There is one I want to touch on, Michael. Um, this was fourth with the Aussie Vision team, and it was actually high on for both of our um, lists as well. Well, it was third for me. It wasn't high on mine. It was about, it was in your t- <laughs> 10 though, wasn't it? Just. Okay, so we have Antra Stafeka and Artis Levins with Coming Over. So what attracts you to the Latvian Shepherd? Dale, let's tell me what's going on there. <laughs> well, I think it is the fact that they're the Latvian Shepherd. They're kind of the, <laughs> maybe B-grade might even be generous here with them. But no, look, they've got a Shepherd sound. I like, I do like them. I like their voices. I think it's upbeat, it's fun. And in that selection, I would say a lot of it was upbeat and fun. It was quite dreary. Oh. <laughs> and I, I wasn't a fan of the overall selection. And this to me jumped out and it jumped out for a lot of people. It's doing re- relatively well. I think it could make the, the final. Oh, I'd love to see it there because I think you just need a mix up for a final. And I think this brings something. I, I really enjoyed it. It was Shepherd-like and who doesn't love Shepherd? It was so Shepherd, Dale, they said on my way a couple of times oh, as well. There's been a bit of that. Gilmund as well in Norway is being using the on my way. So they've certainly made an impact. Well, you sound more of a fan of it than I am. And also, Dale, I'm going to disagree. I actually quite liked the selection of songs. Yes, mm. there is a little times, maybe 26, there's a lot of songs to get through. It's kind of ballad heavy a little bit at times. But there's some real interesting things in there. Really, really interesting. We want to, I'll talk about one, Alex. Alex uh, Silvers with his mm. song again. Tremendous voice. Yeah. Really, really good voice. Not entirely sold on the song, but he certainly caught the eye for me. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I like the song and I like his voice. I think his delivery was interesting. Um, and I think uh, he's struggling to get the views up, which I'm surprised because I thought it was the best quality. That was second for me of yeah. song. Wow. I really liked it. But the rest of the team didn't really go for it. And the rest of Lafia seems to disagree with you <laughs> So and, and me. So well, um, I guess we should mention Madara are back with yes. their traditional sort of folk pop sound. That was always big when they were there a couple of years ago. Yeah, so. Amoeba, they, they almost won. I think came third or fourth uh, two years ago, 2018. Mm. And people seem to really like this as well. I think um, I think it could do well when it gets to the staging, and I think it will make the final. And the one, the last one I want to talk about, for me, it's the earworm of oh, 2020 already. It is. It's Anna and Polyester. Yeah, the T-shirts. The T-shirt song. <laughs> it is like, you need to go and listen to that immediately. Yeah. And you will have it in your head for the rest of the day. I'm fairly sure it's a cutting sort of uh, analysis of consumerism in the 21st century, but I'm not entirely sure. I think you might be overthinking it. I think she just likes $1 T-shirts, to be honest. But... In, in every colour. <laughs> in every co- it is It is a bit of a, uh, it is a good little earworm song. I'd love to see it make it. I think it's some fun. Bring some fun to this because yeah. I disagree with you. I don't think it was was uh, Latvia's finest selection. I'm sorry. Well, we'll see. We'll we, see. We'll see. We will. 
Let's right. move on to one of the announcements for one of the big national finals, which mm. is really a festival, isn't it? That yes. doubles as a national final. Oh, please don't demean the Italians well, here, Michael. Send any death threats to uh, <laughs> AussieVision.net. Uh, let's talk about the Sanremo f- uh, Song Festival. The 24 artists were announced for the Campioni category, which is the big artists couple of uh, really familiar names in there. Start off with Rafael Golazzi, mm. the runner-up from 2011. He's back. Yes, I love the, his song. You did really, really like that, didn't you? I did, yep. And also we have, of course, Francesco Gabbani. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Oh, no. no. He, <laughs> something to do with an ape? Something to do. Fingers crossed there's no sort of primates on the stage <laughs> this year. Sixth, he came in 2017. Oh. He's doing it again. Big rule change, I guess, that I want to talk about and everyone's talking about is the artist must nominate prior to the competition if they would like to go to Eurovision or not. Do you think that's a good thing, Dale? I do think it's a good thing. I, I, I think San Ramo obviously does exist in its, in its own existence, and that's great because it, it predates Eurovision. Absolutely. It, it has its own history. Um, for some people, it's about San Remo, and for some people, it's about both Eurovision and San Remo. Mm-hmm. So put the cards on the table. At least we won't have any questions. Will they, won't they kind of carry on at the end? If someone wins and they're not Eurovision, at least we know who to go to next. Absolutely. If the winner does nominate they don't want to go to Eurovision, Rai will uh, hold the uh, key to whoever they want to pick. Mm. Just touch on a couple of other people. Elodie, who's a fan favourite, she's going into this year's competition with a song called Andromeda that was produced by Dardist and written by Mahmoud from uh, last year. Mm. And I guess one more person I want to touch on is Aletra Lamborghini. Uh, very popular in the Italian music scene. If you've anyone look a picture up of her, her assets will be completely noticeable immediately. Uh, Very Italian. I love the fact you get, you're talking about Italy. You can talk for 20 (laughs) minutes about these artists. You're the only one who I know who knows all this stuff. My God. (laughs) Well, let's move away. Let's move away from Eletra. Let's go to Serbia and (laughs) Beovizia. Uh, the songs and artists were announced. 24 in the running there in Serbia. I guess the big names are called Hurricane. Yes. An all-girl group. They feature Sanja Vucic from 2016 mm-hmm. for her song Shelter Goodbye. Or Goodbye Shelter. That's one. Shelter Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Ksenia Knezovic. She was a backing singer for Montenegro's Knez in 2015 and also doubles as his daughter. <laughs> Also, I love that was the secondary part of it. But, I mean, we love Kinez Audio, so the fact she's in it, I think that's amazing. And there is a third member called Ivana Nikolic, who I know nothing about. Yeah, we don't know. Whatever, Ivana. <laughs> and I guess the other person we want to talk about there is Neda Ukrandin, who's a massive star in Serbia. She'll be singing her song, Bomba. Uh, she's been going around since 1969. So Bringing a bit of experience Big, in. big names. So, yeah. And a bunch of other Beovizia alumni in the 24 artists being announced yeah we've had a load of artists announcements and whatnot and so we just have the song titles there don't we i know a couple of songs have been released beforehand but we don't have the official song release yet not at this stage just the names yep indeed all right cool so we've had um artists competing announced the national finals so uh, the other kind of news that has happened the last couple of weeks there's been a couple of um countdowns and polls that have gone on the big one, ESC 250. God, that feels like a long time ago now. On New Year's Eve, it's done every year. And of course, Loreen with Euphoria won yet again. Of course. Yeah, seventh <laughs> year in a row. Um, in second place was Duncan with um, Duncan Lawrence with Arcade. And third place, Eleni Ferreira with Fuego. So it counts down the most popular songs of all time. Huge poll, which is great. 
we had four Australians make it out of the five. So that was a really, really good result, I thought. Absolutely. Two in a row there. We had it one stage. We oh, yeah. Tonight again. and uh, <laughs> We got love. <laughs> we got love. Back to back. Yeah, so they both made it. Um, Kate Miller-Heike came in at number 52, and Dami M came in at number 22. So number 22 of all time. Not bad, A Sound of Silence. Pretty damn good. Yeah, and Kate was the 10th place of the... T- 2019 songs, I believe. That is correct. Just missing out on the top 50. So that's a good result. Really, really good result. The other countdown was our very own. So after ESC 250, we do a countdown of the best national final songs, the songs that didn't make the Eurovision stage. Mm. That is the criteria. Rolling. I'm looking at you, Marud. (laughs) (laughs) Maruv. (laughs) Not Marud. So actually, the winner, we had an Australian winner. What a surprise for an Australian um, (laughs) fan site. It was Electric Fields of 2000 and whatever. They won very comfortably over Loreen again, um, she, her song Statements um, that she did a couple of years after Euphoria, uh, that won the poll last year, but um, only second this year, and it was Maruv with Siren Song third, which we kind of disagreed if it was eligible or not, but didn't make the Eurovision stage, so it is a national final song in my mind, and I had the casting vote. <laughs> yes, and you put together the poll, so I guess you get to it. And the other Australians that made it were Shepard, Leah Nanos, Courtney Act, and Ella Hooper made the top 100. And you can see the full top 100 on our website, aussievision.net. Announcements just gone out today. Good stuff. I guess we should talk about what's coming up for the week ahead, Dale. Yes. All right. Monday, Czech Republic. Artists are announced. Oh, well, are we sure? Have they been delayed? They've been delayed. So oh. let's hope they do come out. God knows with Czech Republic sometimes. Uh, also, Norway, we've mentioned before, the next four artists for the Eastern Norway semifinal will be uh, announced on Monday too. Terrific. Wednesday, we have the Portuguese um, artists announced for their national final. Nice. Festival de Cancao. 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 I'm really bad with Portuguese (laughs) and virtually any other European language. (laughs) On Thursday, Latvia do announce the eight songs out of the 26 who will go through to the Supernova Grand Final. Oh, wow. That was quick. Yeah, they don't muck about. Check it out. And then we have to wait till the 8th of February, which is the day after Australia decides, well, it'll be the 9th here for the grand final if anyone's watching after going out in the Gold Coast. <laughs> then, of course, next weekend we have the Norway semi-final and the Lithuania Heat 2. And that's our week ahead. Oh, good. It's not overly too much, but we should get some more songs and some things it's, to listen to. Yeah, it's jumping up there. And, hey, we might have an artist announcement. We're sniffing around France. We might have some Australian songs. Who Gosh, knows? We might get an Australian song. That'd mm, be nice, wouldn't it? We'll see. We'll see. Oh, well, thanks for sticking with us on this a weekly update. We will uh, see you on Thursday. Thursday for when we do our preview video of the week ahead. Yes, so make sure you subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can get us on all our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and they're all at AussieVisionNet. Uh, do jump on there, and because we'll have so much news that we don't get to go through in the podcast. Yeah that you'll get from us and all the Aussie Vision team as well. There's like 10 of us now. It's it's just getting bigger and better. Doing a great job, these guys. Doing a great job. Amazing job. All right. Thanks so much. And subscribe. Give us a comment, review, all that kind of stuff. It helps people find it while they're doing the Eurovision podcast searching in the national final season. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.